Hi, everybody. Dave Winder here with the Running with the Racers podcast number 132. This is the official podcast, or one of those, for the Athletics Department at Murray State University. You can also find us on GoRacers.com, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we have a new podcast as well. It's the companion to the Running with the Racers podcast, which this one is long-form and guest-driven. Usually runs 30 minutes or longer. The Racer Report is shorter, event-driven, and recorded in the moment. And at this point here, we'll be uh, coming up with the Racer Report probably closer uh, to the weekend. Now, here on the Running with the Racers podcast, new conference, same mission. The Racers are into the springtime seasons of the first year that the Racers have been in the Missouri Valley Conference. And this podcast will continue to be a place where you're going to learn something that you didn't know each time you hit the play button about the rich history and current happenings of the Murray State Racers. Um, and I'm available if you need to get in touch with me, dwinder at murraystate.edu, also racerdave23 on Twitter. And the Racers are one of the most active programs in all of social media, so check us out. good place to start is at MSU Racers on Twitter, Racer Athletics on Instagram, and Murray State Athletics on Facebook, and all of our teams are a great follow. If you're interested in one sport more than the other, uh, you can be selective in what you want to follow and just some really good stuff there. Uh, usually I would save this for uh, after the interview, um, but wanted to get this in real quick because I think it's really important. Uh, congratulations to Quincy William uh, Williams. Uh, every time I hear of one of our people at Murray State doing very well, it makes me happy. Uh, in athletics or out of it, Murray State University has folks all over the world that are being successful. And on Sunday afternoon, I saw word come across my Twitter feed that former racer football player Quincy Williams just got a new deal with the New York Jets in the NFL, three years and $18 million. So congratulations to Quincy on that uh, the next contract. If you go back to 2019, Quincy was a, a speedy, hard-hitting linebacker and we uh, often called him a rolling ball of butcher knives. He had a great senior season for the racers. I used to say that uh, when he hit somebody, it sounded different than everybody else. Now, the Jets took him in the third round of the NFL draft. I'm sorry, the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars did uh, as the 98th selection overall. And it was and still is the highest draft selection by round for a Murray State player in our program's history and second highest overall. Uh, in 2014, the Jaguars took Walter Powell in the sixth round. Uh, Walter went into our Murray State Hall of Fame in 2020. And then before that, uh, 10 years before that, Austin Lane was taken also by Jacksonville in 2010 in the fifth round. And Lane is also a Murray State Hall of Famer as of 2019. But Quincy has been very durable. Uh, he's appeared in 49 games out of a, uh, in, the, in the four years he's been in the league. Uh, two seasons in Jacksonville and two in New York, 275 career tackles for Quincy Williams, and we'll be rooting for him this fall as he plays his fifth season in the NFL and his third with the New York Jets. And now let's get to our feature interview here on the Running with the Racers podcast with Murray State track and field student athlete Rachel Hagens out of Tampa, Florida. What a delight. This is going to be, you're really going to enjoy the conversation I had last week with Rachel. Uh, she says she never saw it coming last spring when she became one of the top long jumpers in the nation, ranked as high as number seven. Uh, she ended up spending the early part of her summer, 2022, in Eugene, Oregon. She represented the racers 
at the NCAA Outdoor Championships and then also at the USA Championships. It was an amazing run at the highest level. Not bad for a kid that didn't begin long jumping until her sophomore season at Murray State. You know, two weeks ago, the racers had a chance to win the Missouri Valley Indoor Championship in Chicago. Came up just short, but settled for a second-place showing. Uh, in the program's final years in the OVC, Hagens was a big part of the racers winning their first outdoor title in 27 years in 2019. They added another last spring in 2022. And they also won the OVC Indoor Championship for the thir- first time in 30 years during that time. In January, Hagens broke the Murray State Indoor Long Jump record that had stood for 33 years since Murray State Hall of Famer Diane Woodside set it in 1990, Hagens also holds the Murray State Outdoor Long Jump title, set it in 2022. That one was held by Allison Manley, and she set it 41 years before in 1981. So this rise of Rachel Hagens has been really, really neat to see for Murray State track and field. But one thing about Rachel, she loves her team, and she loves her coaches, and she loves Murray State. This great track and field program that has been built by Adam Kiesler, the head coach, and all the staff and assistant coaches as well. It's been a great, great thing to see, and Rachel Higgins has been a big part of that as we find out today on the Runner with the Racers podcast. Well, to say I've been looking forward to having Rachel Higgins on the podcast, that would be a huge understatement, but she's here as we visit in the conference room at Roy Stewart Stadium. And her <laughs> locker room is just down the, the hallway, the weight room. You're over here a lot, aren't you? This is kind of your home base. I definitely live here every day, every day. It's been a good few, five, six hours. It's been a good five, six hours here. And then I go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what does a typical uh, day look for you? Look like for you? You're, you're in grad school. Mm-hmm, and, I am. Uh, so kind of t- take us through the normal day for Rachel Higgins. Well, currently I do have a little puppy. So he usually wakes me up. Well, I'm sorry. He's not a little anymore. He's, he's a big boy. Uh, he's about 50, 60 pounds now. And he's still only eight months. So wow. I, I, I definitely got the biggest out of the litter. I don't know how that happened. But what kind of dog is it? He's what's a pit bull terrier. And what's his name? His name is Coda. Coda. Mm-hmm. I named him after one of the Disney movies. It's called Brother Bear. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he's my little Coda bear, but um, so he usually wakes up around seven or eight, and I'll take him out, make him a little dinner or breakfast. He usually eats like once a day, which is fine because he's a big boy. Um, <laughs> so you've, you've got Coda in the yeah. morning. You got dog duties. Yeah, and then after that, I usually get dressed, uh, head off to the library to see what other assignments I have. I'm usually there for a good two to three hours, at least before practice. And then I'll come down here, get some treatment, practice depending on what day it is. I usually have long jump practice Mondays and Wednesdays. So I'm here a little bit earlier. And then after about 30 or 40 minutes with long jump practice, I head over to sprints practice and I'll finish whatever I have over there and then we'll go lift later. Well, it's, it sounds like you're, you're a vi- very busy uh, <laughs> stu- student athlete. Um, now you're working on your, uh, your graduate degree at, at Murray State. Mm-hmm. Um, R- Rachel, she's sharp now, uh, PR and real estate major. Yes. You've already gotten your undergrad out of the way and now you're majoring in communications. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could do a lot with all those degrees. So, so what do you see yourself doing, say, say in 10 years? What are you going to do? I actually want to take my real estate 
and i really want to own commercial property very similar to how like marshall's and all of those businesses are over there across the way i really want to own something like that that's like a really good way to keep a passive income where i don't have to work too long or you know people just keep paying me and it's it's really cool i really think that or like owning like franchise businesses just having those open up like i've done my research and it's actually really interesting and i think i would rather have that that sounds that sounds really cool. Do you see yourself being in real estate where you might be uh, an agent and selling properties? No, I actually hope not. Um, <laughs> I don't really like to interact that way. <laughs> um, so I really hope not. I really want to like you know stay in the background, uh, own a like own a building, like franchising, like restaurants. Like lots of people don't know, but like if you own a Chick Fil A, you can make at least. 20 million a year easily well easily uh, i wish you the best of luck you're going to be successful in no matter what you <laughs> decide to do thank you uh, Ra rachel has just been a delight uh, since she uh, arrived here at murray state it was fall of 18 right 18 fall, fall of 18 and now here you are working on your your grad degree we, we were talking just a minute ago we wanted to give a shout out uh, to Dr. Schamberger. She's yes. also part of our Board of Regents. Yes. Uh, Dr. Thompson is your advisor. Yes. Uh, Dr. Debbie Owens. Yes. Uh, I've, I've known her for a long time uh, as well. Tell me about the, those three and, and what they meant to you in your academic pursuits. They've definitely helped me a lot. Professor Schamberger has, I've had a few classes with her. Um, one of the classes I actually had to retake because I got to some <laughs> academic issues, which is perfectly normal. You know, I'm a student athlete. I have those days. Um, but she's definitely been keeping me hands on. I feel like for her classes, it really helps when I'm taking my PR lessons. Uh, professor Thompson's actually my advisor. I've had her as my professor in a few classes. She really does keep the class interesting. I love her stories. She is just so energetic. I love that. And Professor Owens really brings up the tough questions about society and how you need to take different perspectives to understand how the world is changing. I love her classes. The real opinionated courses she has has really opened my mind. Like it's it's a, it's crazy. But those professors really have elevated me, I feel as a student. And then to throw the athlete part in there. Well, what, what you just said is basically a huge endorsement for the education <laughs> that, that a student athlete can get when they come to Murray State. I just, I'm just having a flashback here to uh, Dr. John Dillon, Dr. Ralph Carmody, uh, Dr. Alan Gruley. See, I mm -hmm. went through the radio TV major when I was here ah. in the 80s, and I remember, uh, I don't want to get too far off on a tangent here, but uh, I remember when uh, Dr. Carmody and Dr. Gruley they were like, hey, do we want to do some live games? This is long before you ever thought about ESPN+. Plus. Oh, my goodness. You know, ESPN, <laughs> ESPN was just getting started then. But I uh, actually did a game when Don Mann threw in a half-court shot to beat Austin P. It was the most incredible thing I've ever done. <laughs> and then here, here I am looking at you, old enough to be my daughter, and you're going <laughs> through the same thing with a great Murray State education. Can, can, can you put any emphasis, more emphasis on – because you came here to, to do track and field, and you're doing yes. great, but you came here to figure out what yes. do you want to do with the rest of your life? Yes. Um, basically, given that I'm from Tampa, um, it's and I went to a pretty small Catholic school. Um, my graduating class was about a good 200, and 
for a school in Florida. It's not unusual, but it is weird. Um, I always prefer the small class sizes. Usually most of my class sizes by my senior year were six people. And I really enjoyed that. I knew for me to be a better student, I definitely needed the hands-on approach. So when I was looking for schools, I told my mom, I was just like, I'm going to find a school out of state. I did not want to stay in Florida. <laughs> um, and I was just like, and it needs to be a small school. I was just, I knew for a fact that it had to be small. Like, but but I it had to be Division One because you were obviously going to be a Division One. Oh, I was hoping I yeah. was going to be a Division yeah. One. I did look at D2s. I did. Uh, but, you know, I think it was just like, you know, you have pride issues. I was just like, I know I'm a D1 athlete. And I was just like, and when I found Murray State, actually, one of my trainers found Murray State for me. Murray State was never even on my radar. He found it. My mom told me about it. And I was just like, next few weeks we took a visit and i fell in love i mean i love the weather up here it's it can be mean mm -hmm. it's cold it's definitely cold <laughs> it could be oppressively hot in the summer yes but so could florida yes but i was just like the weather here just changes differently and i was but i love the weather here i love my teammates really on my visit the team is what sold me i loved how coach k was so honest with me from the start he wasn't trying to sell me nothing um, and I went through my own issues of recruitment with other coaches in other schools, and they obviously just didn't work out. But being up here, and he mentioned, Coach K mentioned that, you know, you work hard. I'm not going to bother you, press you about your schoolwork. Whatever you do is what you do. And it all depends on how you perform on the track. And he mentioned, and I was just like, he's being a very honest person with me. And I appreciate that more than anything else. But it was the small classroom sizes and I was just like, this is similar to how my high school was, but I knew that was the best chance for me to get the best educa education. Well, it seems to be working out uh, really, really well. That, yep. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I love, uh, you know, getting into, you know, how did you get here? Uh, so so did, did, you, did you reach out to Murray State and Coach Kiesler? Actually, I believe my mom did. See? I think my mom did. See, I, I reached out yeah. to Coach Johnny Reagan at Murray State. I sent mm -hmm. him a letter. See, I didn't even, honestly, yeah. my mom knew about Murray State from basketball, obviously. I think um, by that year, Ja was already here for uh, his freshman year. So when I came, he was already a sophomore. Um, so she had already knew about Murray State. I still had no clue about Murray State. <laughs> I was I was oblivious. I didn't even know where it was at. All I knew was just like, okay, you think this is a good school, Mom? Let's go check I'll, it out. The, yeah, let's go check it out. I can't say nothing. I was just like, might as well try. Wow, this this is great. So, uh, as far as the culture, uh, mm -hmm. you've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but the culture of Murray State women's track and field, cross country. Mm -hmm. uh, Coach uh, Adam Kiesler, Coach Kelsey Riggins, Coach Jordan Wallace. Mm -hmm. what, what is it all about? What what is expected of each student athlete? Each student athlete, I think, overall is expected to perform at the best of their abilities. They definitely have, we definitely have our goals. Um, from my freshman year until now, uh, we do this every year for every outdoor and indoor. We have tiles, and basically we break our tiles and we break our goal. Um, I think this definitely gives us a visual as an athlete as to, like, these are the goals you're able to set. We have meetings with our coaches. If you have any issues, I feel like the coaches definitely give us a very open environment to communicate what we want 
as an athlete and as a student. Like they definitely help us out with that. And I think overall our team dynamic is very energetic. We love to have fun, but we understand when business has to be business. For example, for conference, like we're in a new conference. I know a lot of us were nervous. We had a team meeting before the, the night before. I spoke a little bit. Um, a few of my other teammates spoke a little bit. And I basically told them, I was just like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a little nervous. I had said for the past two meets, I wasn't performing at the best of my ability. And it was very irritating and it was disheartening for me. But I was just like, but I'm going to perform and I'm going to win. And y'all don't have to worry about that. And I was just like, but, you know, we can, we whatever turns out, turns out. And I was just like, and we got second. My team is amazing. Well, um, yeah, it, it really is. It's it To me, I think track and field is almost like a football team in this sense. You have to have more than one or two really good athletes. You've got to have mm-hmm. teens. We have a team. It's amazing. We have a team. These ladies are so amazing. From my freshman year until now, I believe, honestly, I feel like that dynamic has never changed. I think the coaches do a great job of finding athletes that have the same mindset and it's just like, of course, personalities change over time, but the mindset as we push each other. And then it's max out your ability. Yes, they do if a great job. you can do job. that, what else can you do? They do a great job, honestly. It, it's, it really is crazy. Hey, j- just real quick, uh, uh, Coach Riggins, Kelsey, mm-hmm. uh, got the award this week. Yes, j- just, she did. Uh, yesterday as we record this. Tell me about how everybody felt, felt about it. She, oh my she was gosh. named the Assistant Coach of the Year in the Missouri yes. Valley Conference. Yes, that's, th- that's awesome. I think it's funny. It's not funny. It's amazing. Actually, no, it is kind of funny because it's just like preseason. NBC ranked us third, and when I tell you, when I this is the team dynamic, everybody is offended because they're like, I don't think they understand how much threat Murray State Track and Field can bring. We won indoor and outdoor conference in one year, and you mean to tell me y'all think we're gonna be third? I was just like, that's not possible. <laughs> and it's just, we had champions back to back to back to back. Like, what? And our coach Briggs got coaching assistant. Like, that's amazing. She, I'm so happy for her. The whole team was excited. I mean, I think on our Instagram, everybody's just reposting and reposting and reposting it. Because it's just like, see, this is why y'all should never count us out. We're a small team, but it still doesn't change the fact that we got to fight. That's right. You got a lot of fight in you. We do. Still. Uh, well, congratulations <laughs> to Kelsey Riggins for, yes. for that award. The picture that we used on the graphic, I took that picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've, I've taken some amazing pictures of Coach Riggins, both as she is celebrating with, with you all as you, <laughs> as you do well. And then there's these times where she uh, is watching mm-hmm. and, and coaching. And, boy, she's, she's intense. And that picture yes. uh, certainly showed that. So, by the way, the uh, Missouri Valley Outdoor Track and Field Championships are May 12th through the 14th, and it'll be hosted by Illinois State mm-hmm. uh, up in Normal, Illinois. So we'll be uh, we'll be looking looking forward to that. Uh, so Rachel, uh, just take us through uh, starting about this time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited that Murray State was going to get to host the OVC yes. Outdoor Championship because we were scheduled to host it in 2020 pre-COVID and then COVID took us out yes. uh, it was not 
Yeah, there was no track and field mm-hmm. uh, in, in the spring. Um, there was there was a whole lot of nothing in the spring of 2020. I don't even want to talk about it. But so I was really glad that Murray State got the chance to host it because I knew it would be a great event. I was so excited. Uh, it was the best ESPN Plus uh, track and field production we'd ever done. Um, so uh, just take us through that. The racers and, and folks, you can go back on GoRacers.com. There were so many great performances, so many records set and championships. And then on the final day, you guys wrap it up and win it. Yes. The the celebration afterwards was just incredible. So just take us through (laughs) for about this point forward up until Mm -hmm. now. Just take us through because you you have been on a whirlwind upward trajectory in your career on on the. Crazy part is I actually never thought that this was going to happen. Honestly, um, coming into college, I was actually a basketball player, and I still love basketball. And I probably started track mainly because to just stay fit for summer basketball. Um, Then I just took it full force when I got to college. I mean, we won outdoor conference my freshman year, and that sophomore year, pre-COVID, I mean, I remember it to the day we were getting ready for our first home meet. I was really excited, and then we're warming up outside, and Coach K comes out and is just like, no more meat. He was like, school's canceled. I was just, huh? What? <laughs> I was just like, you see it's warming up right now. It's warm outside. I was like, two days ago, you said there are seven teams still coming. I was just like, COVID was still there, but it's like, it's not there. Then it really hit. It's here. We had nothing that fall. We had nothing that spring. We had outdoor at, um, I believe, EIU. Mm-hmm. And we got third overall, and I was just like, and our team is very competitive. So that third overall was just like, we don't do this. Like, we already had the mindset, this is not Murray State track and field. And then going into that next year, we finally had like a full season, and we were so excited. This is my senior year. Like, this is my senior year. And I'm just like, Hmm. Thank you, COVID, for giving me a fifth year so I can experience this again with this team. But senior year, I was really excited. Um, never thought I would win the 60. <laughs> never thought I would place in the 200. And, you know, I had hopes. I definitely had hopes for a long jump. But it was just like the idea of jumping six meters was like what i didn't think i could do that i didn't start long jumping until my sophomore year of indoor that's when i started long jumping and i placed third and i was just like okay not bad you know i only had a semester to really learn how to long jump i'm still learning how to long jump so even now you're still learning how to long jump. oh we have we have issues still (laughs) (laughs) well i heard something this week about sometimes you go off on the wrong foot yes i i have a very bad habit there was one day at practice me and coach riggs were really we were discussing which leg i jump off of luckily there are plenty of videos of me long jumping so we saw we looked we found one and i was just like rachel it's your right leg i was just like okay so we fixed that issue but um We're still learning. Yeah, there's still some issues, I think. (laughs) It's very technical. I mean, with running, uh, obviously there's a technique for that, getting out of the blocks, setting everything up, maintaining high knees all the way through, like 
there's definitely a technique but it's just so long that after a while you know you you lose your stamina you run out of technique you you just keep pushing but with long jump I have a I have a I, I count by sound I don't count by numbers and I actually have a technique phase for about three to four phases basically there are like three to four parts is a different sound and then each one is a different way I need to perform during those stages because when you when you're going through a long jump it, mm -hmm. what does it take maybe three seconds from when you start to when you hit the board? Yeah, it's real short. Yeah, it does, it's, it's real it's short. It's a quick thing. It is. So you, you go to the Nationals. You mm -hmm. got to go. You get, got a chance to go to the uh, USA Championship yes. out in Eugene, Oregon. That was a great experience, wasn't it? We were I, very proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. I was actually really excited. I was really nervous. Like I said, I never thought I would make it that far. Um, from outdoor conference, obviously, I had already jumped my national marks at Kentucky. Kentucky was a mess too. That was a bad. That was a bad me. I mean, I scratched two jumps in the prelims, and Coach Riggs moved me back, and she was just like, "I just need you to get a mark in the finals. That's all I need you to do." And I was just like, "Okay." I am so mad at myself because it's just like I've been jumping pretty good so far, and I was right there on the six meter mark, but I was just like an inch away or like a few centimeters away. It was just not clicking. I jumped that six, five, nine, and I'm just like five, seven. And I'm just like, the way I celebrated. And then I remembered, wait, I have the finals. <laughs> I have to calm down because I have like, I have to keep jumping. But I was, I was just too excited. It was so crazy. I mean, when I finished, my teammates congratulated me. I didn't even understand what they were saying, but they had said, Rachel, you're like, you're seventh in the nation right now. I was just like, why are you lying to me? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, for real, for real. And I'm just like, what? I looked at it, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm really seventh in the nation right now in long jump. And I'm just like, that's crazy. It's so like, I never thought I would make it, especially such a big jump like that. Like, obviously my goal was to break the school record. I didn't care how much I broke it by. I was just like, I'm just gonna get my name up on this board and that'll be it. But to break it by that much, and I was just like, and then the record was like 44 years old. I was just like, well, hopefully nobody breaks it anytime soon. I would like my record to be up for a little while. You know, come 44 back. 44 years? Yeah, good 44 <laughs> years. I was just like, I even told one of the freshmen who I think has the most potential. I told her, I was just like, look, I don't care what you do indoor. Just don't break my outdoor. <laughs> just don't break my outdoor. I was like, you. If I since you're coming to break my outdoor, I'm just gonna come back and kidnap you. <laughs> well, like, th then no. you went into the indoor here and you broke Diane Woodside's yes, uh, 33 year old indoor record. Yes, I did. So uh, we were just talking about Alexis Love is from Tampa. Yes, uh, she was our uh, uh, first uh, mm -hmm. racer to go to nationals. You were yes. the second. You know, uh, almost 10 years later. Yes. Um, Got, got to try to I got to try to get you introduced to Alexis. I would love that. You both have a lot in common. You're both from the same area. She went to Palmetto mm -hmm. uh, High School, and I've got to get you introduced to Diane Woodside. She's a, she's <laughs> a teacher, a high school teacher in mm -hmm. uh, in the Bahamas, and mm -hmm. she she went into our Hall of Fame last November. Yes. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to get you guys uh, uh, hooked up, and racers can. Uh, yes, can talk it was to each crazy. other. That, that's that's awesome. We always say once a racer, always a racer. Yep. Well, <laughs> Rachel. 
I wasn't sure what we were going to get today. <laughs> uh, I didn't know how talkative you would be, but you have been an absolute delight. I'm happy. And, was... and we, could, we could keep going here. But I look forward to another time when we can get together Thank as you. this outdoor season uh, progresses. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess as we leave here, I, I end all my podcasts on, on the Runner with the Racers podcast the same way. What does it mean to you to be a racer? I love it. I can't imagine going anywhere else. This was a special podcast because Rachel Hagens highlighted exactly what it means to be a student athlete at Murray State. Our faculty is so important that anytime we can highlight them, as Rachel did today, we want to take that chance to do. Thanks to Dr. Melanie Schemberger, Elizabeth Thomas, and Dr. Debbie Owens for all they do at Murray State in their department. Uh, and Hagens thanked them today for all they have done for her personally in obtaining a high level education. Uh, just like the high-level long jumping that she has been doing in the future is very, very bright for Rachel Hagens, and we appreciate her coming on the podcast today. And a few other athletics updates uh, before we get out of here today. Hoops in the Heartland was for women's basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference last week, and Rochelle Turner's team went uh, up to Moline, Illinois, and the first round, a dominating effort. They beat Evansville 88-46, to and then it was one of the best games I have seen at uh, at any level uh, this summer when I was watching the racers take on number one seed Illinois State, took them to the brink before bowing out 75-73 in the quarterfinals. What a run for the racers at the end of the season. Caitlin Young was named to the All-Missouri Valley Conference team, and she was also honored for the MVC All-Scholar team as well. But basketball is done for 2022-23 for the racers and Rochelle Turner. We look forward to next season already. Also, Murray State Track and Field Assistant Coach Kelsey Riggins has been named the Missouri Valley Conference Indoor Track and Field Assistant Coach of the Year, and that was voted on by the league coaches, which is 10. Riggins coached four individual champions and collected 59 out of the racers' 109 total points. As we mentioned, they were number two uh, in the conference meet for indoors. Uh, Riggins has is certainly doing a great job with her student athletes and all of the the women athletes at Murray State and all the work that she's done and we congratulate her uh, on that award. Men's basketball we mentioned last week save these dates. Racer Hoopalooza is this summer, July 28th through the 29th. More details coming soon on the people we're going to be honoring. But at this annual event, you can be sure that when we, we always highlight the amazing people in history of racer basketball, and that's coming up this summer, July 28th and 29th, and we'll have more details for you coming up very, very soon on uh, GoRacers.com and our social media channels. And we thank you for listening today, Episode 132 with Rachel Hagens of Murray State Track and Field. Running with the Racers podcast is a production of the Athletics Department at Murray State University. This is Dave Winder, and hey, go Racers. Go Racers.